Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Wherever you are, whatever your age is, whatever your learning is, whatever your knowledge is at right now, you are ready. This moment, you are ready. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. You know, through the power of the interwebs, our world can be a very small place if you want it to be. Meaning, if you want to connect with people around the globe, you can easily do that now. And yet, if you prefer to stay within the bubble of the culture in which you were born, you can do that as well. But why do that when there are so many interesting people and places to experience? Over the next few weeks, I'm going to bring you interviews with several female entrepreneurs and leaders from the Philippines. You know, when I was growing up, my dad would talk about him living in the Philippines as a kid because his father, my grandfather, was stationed there during his time in the Navy. I've never been there personally, but I've started to develop a fascination with the culture and a love for the people. Now, our cultures... Now, I know primarily our listeners here are from the United States, and so the culture in the U.S. is very different from the culture in the Philippines, and yet people are very much the same. We all have hopes and dreams for our lives, and what I know is that starting and growing businesses is one of the ways that those passions can play out. And so today, I want to introduce you to a very passionate 24-year-old CEO who launched two different businesses during the pandemic. Her name is Nian Elio, and she's the founder of Views Digital Studio, a boutique marketing agency, and she's the CEO of Fussy Co., a Philippines-based company seeking to revolutionize the intimate care industry. They offer feminine wash products that are vegan, sulfate-free, paraben-free, and developed with no preservatives. They're only available in the Philippines up until now. We'll see what the future holds for them. Now, in this conversation, you're going to get to hear the amazing story of how this courageous woman launched both of these companies in the last year. And I ask her all sorts of questions about feminine wash that I've never asked anyone before, not even my wife. And 
well, you'll laugh at me for sure as she educates me on the subject. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Nian Elio. Well, Nian, thanks so much for taking some time to uh, hang with me today. I appreciate it. I, it's my pleasure. I'm very much looking forward to this. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Well, it's great to be with you. Um, I, I want to talk to you about the start of Views Digital, uh, which is mm. your first company that you started. You started two yes. at the age of 24 already. What the heck? You're out of control. Um, talk to me about Views Digital and why you started this in the middle of the pandemic. Um, yeah. Tell me, tell me all about it. Okay, so I was employed. I I was employed way back uh, last year. I, I was employed in the Philippine government. It was for the Department of Trade and Industry, and so I I was young. I was very lucky to have landed a job and so my my parents were all uh don't let go of the job you you will forever be secured with the job because it's the government and so um being the millennial that i am i still uh resigned from my job and followed what i really wanted to do with my life and uh i what i did was i told myself I just give me one year, just give me one year to do, to have me to be able to do the things that I really want to do. And I will try, I, I will try to make a living out of it. And luckily here we are. <laughs> so it, 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 it was just basically giving myself a year to just focus on what I really want. And that with risks included, of course, because I won't be able to uh, automatically have the job that I uh, left. And so, um, yeah, it all started there. And it was uh, coincidental that it happened during the pandemic because um, I I was decided to begin. And then suddenly uh, the pandemic came and it, it was extra challenging because uh, people didn't go out and yeah, the rest was history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so had you been um, uh, a graphic designer prior to that or were you into branding prior to that? Like why did you choose a digital studio? All right. So um, my college degree was uh, advertising. So I'm a Bachelor of Arts in Communication and Advertising. So um, I was into the aesthetic. Like I really love seeing like beautiful things. I, I really wanted to uh, go into the minimalist side. I, I love it when things are clean. And so that's how it uh, started. I, I really have the passion for designing. So after that, after graduation, I took another diploma course, which is marketing in the world of digital. And so that opened me up for um, a lot of opportunities and um, not really with the job thing, but more on the point of view, the uh, things that I have to know about branding and marketing. And so the interest started there. And I figured that, uh, oh, this is something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, uh, it's going to be one of the jobs that I can do without getting paid for. So <laughs> there, that's when I realized that I really wanted to do it because I'm very willing to do it. Even I won't 
be getting any compensation for it. <laughs> sure. But yeah. then you, you started and how did you land your first clients? Um, I was able to land my first client. Well, of course, uh, I started locally. That's the first uh, thing that I can do. I didn't know how to reach out to clients online. I didn't have any idea. And so I started with local businesses that are accessible to me because my main reason of uh, wanting to do business is I didn't want to do the commute. I didn't want to drive anymore. So um, any business that I can work with that is near to me would be okay. Like, even just half the salary of what I was earning when I was employed would be good because I just really wanted to have the time. And so I just reached out to the businesses that are near to me. And luckily, I landed my first clients uh, that are, are near me, the small, medium businesses that are starting within my community. I reached out to them and up until now, I'm working with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And did you do the graphic design work uh, yourself or did you outsource that to someone else or hire people uh, for your team? Uh, I did it uh, when I was starting out. Of course, I did everything. I did the uh, designing and everything else. But of course, the things that are not my forte, um, I outsource it. So sure, the sure. things that are heavy on graphics, because I'm more on the minimalist side. So when it's out of my um, uh, skill set, then I definitely outsource it. Sure, yeah. sure. And then you started to mm -hmm. get some clients with some pretty big names pretty quickly. Like it's it's been less than a year uh, since you yes. started this. And yeah. are, who are some of the clients that we you know might recognize that you've been able to work with? Um, we have some local, uh, names. Well, some are celebrities. So we have Moira and a lot of other big brands like Space View. We have Rustens as well. We have, um, uh, I don't know if you're very familiar because I'm here in the Philippines. So, uh, pro probably, uh, some like local listeners may be familiar but uh the main brands those main brands how i get to land them was um it's basically because of instagram um the secret is uh the account officers of this big advertising companies in the philippines um resonates with my Instagram with the views digital's Instagram. And so I, though I, I, I do not communicate directly to this big brands. I views digital is, uh, subcontracted by big advertising agencies, uh, that couldn't do all the work and can outsource us for their big clients. And so becomes part of our portfolio of clients. So there. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So yes. good. <laughs> now in the meantime, um, you started a, uh, women's, um, product company yes. right, for mm -hmm. women's health. Um, so right. why, uh, and it's called Fussy Co. And mm -hmm. um, tell me about the idea behind that. Like that came at the exact same time. Um, did you partner with someone? Help me understand this. 
so when Views Digital was uh, going okay, like I have graphic designers and other um, outsourced people working on Views Digital, I can slowly like do other things that I love doing. So I have a friend, um, her name is JD. So we thought of uh, starting up a business without knowing what the business would be. So that so what we did was we just had a meeting. We talked and said that let's just have a meeting and let's just talk about it. Whatever it is, let's brainstorm. And the first idea was uh, shampoo. So we were talking about it and we figured that even to ourselves, it's very difficult to change the brand already, especially for... Um, for here in the Philippines, it's uh, we're very brand oriented. We're very uh, the things that we're using when we were young. That's still the same brands that we use until now. So we figured, what is the uh, product that we do not have much options, and we wanted to try something new. And so we figured that could be a feminine wash. And so there we uh, stick with it and we we realize there are no vegan there are no cruelty fee uh no all natural options out there in the market and so we had to fill that gap so that's how it started but the main reason for us starting that is more of us paying it forward because we wanted uh especially during the pandemic we wanted uh, families like moms or uh, other youngsters who wanted to begin a business but doesn't have that much capital to earn. So what we did in our business model, the profit of our distributors are actually more than ours. So that's the main business model. And and so uh, uh, this moment... Uh, I guess we're very uh, uh, successful going there and uh, filling that vision because we have uh, distributors all over the Philippines already and we're just uh, about uh, four months old. <laughs> so there. <laughs> so is your model um, where you're selling it almost like a, um, let's see, here in the U.S. we would call it a direct sales or almost like a multi-level marketing type approach where you're mm -hmm. you're offering it to distributors and then they yes. can sell it however they want to whoever they want versus you're not yes. trying to get it in stores or direct to consumer. Yeah, uh, we're just going for direct to consumer. Uh, we, we're, we don't have plans to put it on stores yet because we don't want it to be a competition so it's more of a direct selling without the multi-level without the um it's just a one step the networking one yeah yes it's yes. one level it's just yeah, a, yeah yeah yes it's and how many distributors direct, yeah. how many distributors do you have across the philippines so far right now i guess we have about uh 40 to 50 40 to 50 distributors <laughs> the and last time i checked Yes. Yeah. And you started yes. it a few months ago. So they can just place an order whenever they want and yes. then sell it to their friends yes. and have them try it out. Yes. Now, one of the things yes. that <laughs> I, it's vegan, it's cruelty free. Um, also, the branding of it is very minimalist, but it's bright colors. 
um, a lot of uh, several different um, unique scents. Um, now, <clears throat> I know this is a little bit of an awkward conversation here, Nian, because yeah. <laughs> I have personally never used a feminine wash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so what would you say is unique? I, obviously, that it's cruelty-free, that it's vegan, um, the branding. Are there a lot of choices in the Philippines in, when it comes to feminine wash? And is this something like really unique to people? Like help me see the the uniqueness <laughs> and value of this. Right. Uh, there are really few choices here in the Philippines. Like I can name just five. It's uh it's insane. I I don't know why why, but we we have really few options here in the Philippines. And um, apart from the mentioned uh, like vegan, cruelty-free, the other thing is that uh, it's gel type. I don't know. It's like you cannot relate to it, but most of the feminine wash here in the Philippines, uh, the consistency is more like water. So it, it gets uh, used up a lot faster yeah, than yeah. having like a gel type and most of the uh, feminine washer here in the Philippines the existing ones are uh, too fragrant and I think that's not very uh, uh, good for hygiene and so ours have sense but it's very minimal and it's all natural it's all coming from whatever the scent is so mm-hmm. And I would yeah. assume uh, I would assume that the fragrance, if it's too intense, that means that it's a um, some sort of uh, synthetic fragrance. It's not all yes. natural. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And so you you how did you even start this? Like you've got I, I assume it's um, sourced in the Philippines in terms of manufacturing. Yes. Okay. Right. And then mm-hmm. how did you begin? Like you just started selling it to your own friends and family, and you started looking for. Um, other distributors? Like, how did you find distributors? Right. So our main manufacturer is just here in the Philippines. Like, everything is locally sourced. And when it comes to the launching, uh, we didn't begin uh, selling right away. Like, we build the brand as uh, per schedule. Like, there's pre-launch, launch, and uh, we followed all process. Like, we didn't sell to relatives, to friends. Like, everybody will receive the products all at the same time. So, <laughs> there are no uh, VIP lists and all that. So, what we did was um, we opened the pre-order and that's how we gauged how how many products are going to pre-order so so and while we were waiting use, for the actual product did you use your own personal platform in order to kind of get the word out in the beginning yes yes <laughs> Yes, it was just all about our personal network and, of course, branding. So, um, there. Uh, d- during the pre-order phase, that's when we get the numbers. So, we basically have the um, the orders already. So, when the products came, it was all sold out. <laughs> so, b- because they were already belonging to these people. So, that's how we did it. 
it in the beginning and we're trying to, to, to sustain it now to uh, reach more people in d- different parts of the Philippines. Of course, uh, it won't be instant that they will be well aware of the brand. So there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you plan to expand beyond the Philippines or you kind of want to just dominate that region first or what's your what's your strategy? Yes. Mm, the the initial plan is of course uh, the entire Philippines. And once we uh w- once we're quite satisfied with it already, then we plan to go out and uh have Asia. So our business name is Fosico Asia. So that's that's the vision already to to be able to reach uh parts of Asia, not only the Philippines. So there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this may be a obvious question to our listeners, but I'm just going to ask it for any guys that are listening here. What is the value in a feminine wash versus just soap? <laughs> I know that's an awkward question, but <laughs> well, like, right, yes. it's just more, it's just more of a sensitive type of product that's mm. more sensitive to sensitive skin. Is that the value? Um, there, because the private part, uh, the women's private part maintains a particular acid level. So if you use soap, then it changes. And, um, the feminine wash has that, uh, particular, uh, pH level that will neutralize that area that will keep it healthy. So ideally, honestly, uh, women can just use water but for some especially during the red days or (laughs) if that's what you call it it's very difficult to to maintain it and um there will be some unwanted things down there and so um the feminine wash will be able to help the ladies to uh, address that situation. <laughs> Nian, you, I have just asked you a question yeah. that I've never asked. And I've never, I've been married to my wife for 27 years. I've never asked this question before. I've okay. only, you are educating yeah. me on something. This is, I feel so awkward, but you are so helpful in educating me on this. Yeah. I'm going to talk right. to my wife about this this evening. Okay. okay. <laughs> so good. All right, so you have launched two businesses in less than a year, and I wanted to I want to hear from you on some of your learnings. I mean, you're a young entrepreneur, you're able because you are a little younger and you have probably less um, responsibilities or bills, you're yes. able to take more risks. But what mm-hmm. are some of the learnings that you've had along this journey so far? Um what one thing would be to just go for it because <laughs> sometimes uh, a lot of people especially people my age well i've learned this just because i i talk to a lot of people every day especially because i have this uh workshop so i have about like all, almost 600 students inside and i receive about 60 to 100 messages every day and so i get to understand a lot of uh people from different ages i have students 
uh, that are already 50 years old and who are still starting to begin their lives in this uh, entire um, creative side. So what's, what's um, the name of the workshop real quick? Branding that sells workshop. Branding so that sells branding workshop. That sells work. Okay. Yes. And, and I know you open it up um, three or four times a year. Yes. Um, okay. But keep going. So you, you've got 600 students in the workshop. Yes. And then uh, one thing that I really learned is uh, one major thing that's holding people back into reaching their dreams or business dreams is to, is this people usually waits for the right time. Yes. They all, they, they, they always wait for, uh, I'm not yet ready. I'm not yet good. I'm, I should be learning something more. I, uh, they keep on comparing themselves to other people. Like, uh, should, should I also do this? Because this person is doing this. This person is successful because she's doing this, blah, 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 never ending. And then you will realize that it, took a year already and you haven't started just because you think that you're not yet enough. And one thing that I've learned is wherever you are, whatever your age is, whatever your learning is, whatever your knowledge is at right now, you are ready. This moment, you are ready. And just figure things out along the way. And I think that's just how business go and how we grow in business. Like when I started out, I never knew what to do. I just took the risk and I just acted on it. I think that would be the greatest lesson that I learned in doing this. It's just do it. If you, if after you plan, think about it. And then the next day, whenever you um, have the layout on how to do it, stop, stop. Stop the questioning already and just begin. I guess that. <laughs> oh, I can feel the passion just flowing from your heart um, for your students. So <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. Uh, people are interested in the um, workshop. What's the best way for them to find out about it? And this is obviously the, the feminine wash is just available in the Philippines right now. So yes. if you're listening in the U.S., too bad. Maybe you can find it on eBay. Somebody would be willing to sell it. Or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, but if people are interested in your workshop, what's the best way for them to find out about that? Um, well, same. It, it's going to be in our website. It's the www.views.ph. And um, we really released to a few people like on the email list. So we send this access to the people who are inside our email list and that's how you get to the workshop. And it's not going to be there just yet, just because it's not yet open, but two weeks prior, it's going to be there. So it's still the website. Yeah. So it's um, views, uh -huh. which is V Y O U S dot P H. Tell me, um, Tell me why yes. you named your company in a unique spelling. <laughs> right. Because um, when I was starting out, I was just thinking of metrics. So um, when it comes to a business, it would matter if you have people view your content, view what you're selling, view your brand, view your uh, marketing, view whatever it is that you are trying to story tell the world. So instead of IE, 
IEW, I changed it to YOU. Because by the end of the day, what matters is you. What matters is people. Whatever it is that we do, we're selling, we're marketing. By the end of the day, the only P that matters is people. So I named it Views. I love it. <laughs> That's Dyous dot ph, yes. and uh, people can get more information and sign up for the workshop there. Yes. So Nian, uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, impressed with what you're doing. Um, I admire what you're doing and the sky's the limit for you. Oh my goodness. And you're just going to inspire so many people with your kind of can do, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Take the mm -hmm. risk, get going. And you're, you're, and I love what you're also doing by, by offering the workshop, you're telling other people, Hey, you can do this too. I'm doing it, yes. but you, but you can do it as well. So come along for the journey. So it's so good. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for being on today, me and I appreciate it. Thank you so much, David. I, I, I'm, I'm really happy. This makes my heart happy because you know that what happened, this is the, this is my very first working day and this is my jump start into beginning because I was into telling myself I wanted to stop this because I lost my biggest why and I figured that I already have savings my business is running I wanted to stop but this inspires me so thank you you're very welcome yeah. it's great to be with you <laughs> hey congrats on listening to another episode of inspiration rising why congrats because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart and that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949 401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. <laughs> <laughs>